you're here you're here in the real life wealth creation page and you have organized your time and prioritized your time to be here to discuss with me we're going to discuss this it's going to be like a discussion so i want to hear you i want to feel you around what it takes to stay in the game i'm now i'm talking about staying in any game i mean the theme may be property investment when i give some examples but listen isn't it true that how you do anything is how you do everything now i don't know who said that first i don't think it really matters i've just been graced with that beauty the first time i heard it whether it was at a t harvecker event amazing guy some amazing programs and this guy says this phrase how you do anything is how you do everything now think about that think about that because the, the way the way i kind of modified this to to help myself think is how do I do what I perceive as the non-important things? Like, how do I do them? How do I do that? Because how I do that must be how I approach everything else, right? Because how can you play one game one way and one game another? That's why in any team sport or any any kind of situation where you have a game to play, like a football game, and you have practice, any good coaching and elite coaching will always get you to practice the way you're going to play. So like if it's football, for example, whether you know what football is or not, or you care about football, you know, there's two goals, right? And you've got to put the ball in the goal. So in the coaching, they wouldn't elite coaching. This is, I don't know about any amateur coaching or people who don't know what they're doing, but like they would never set a game up that doesn't have a goal. Because why would you create a scenario that doesn't replicate the way you need to play in the real game, in the real world? So this is what I'm talking about, how to pay attention to how you do the things that you perceive as not very important, even making the tea. My father gave me some advice, and I don't think he knows, or maybe he does know, how powerful of an impact that had on my life. And that's just when I was in the building trade, when I just left school, he, he told me that I needed to uh, make the tea properly no matter what. Because I was trying to make it like a bit rubbish. So, so like he would say, oh, don't you do it. We'll get someone else to do it. Yeah, And he was like, listen, you got to do everything properly even down to making the tea. Now, it might seem insignificant when I'm telling you this story right here, but listen, you've got to realize it, that, that, that how you do anything is how you do everything. So pay attention to yourself on how you play the game in every area of your life. How do you play the game on here? How are you playing the game watching this? Are you getting involved? Are you going all out? Are you taking notes? Are you just casual? Because how you do anything is how you do everything. And I'm not saying any of that is right or wrong or ways to be is true or false. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying you've got to be aware of it. So let's get into the thick of this because you know the first thing that takes people out of the game? You want to know the first thing? Do you want to know it? I've got to hear you. You, got to, you want to, Come on, tell me. You want, you want to know? Listen, it's this. How many of you realized that it's the fear of criticism? It's one of the biggest killers of people getting in the game, staying in the game, making any sort of move. And I tell you what, there's two forms of this. One form is 
because I want you to write this down. I want you to remind yourself the fear of criticism. Yeah, and there's two types. One type is the anticipation of something that's not even happened. It's not even happened yet. Like you think, oh, if I do this or if I say that or if I put myself in this situation, then someone might say this or they might say that. So that is one area, like you make it up, your storytelling machine, this thing between your ears, yeah, the storytelling machine makes it up before it's even happened. So you take yourself out before you even get in because of this, because of like, oh my God, potentially someone might say that. You know, you don't actually realize that if you go ahead and do what you said you were going to do, someone might actually come up to you and say, hey, good job. Thank you. You changed my life. You changed my perspective. You changed my point of view on something. Did you ever think of that? But don't worry, we're going to work on things that will keep you in the game. But first, I need to real I need you to realize the top things. I'm just going to cover a top few basic things that are taking you out because you've got to be aware of that first. Awareness, if you want to change something, first step to change is awareness. Yes? So you might want to write that down too. That's right. There's the fear of criticism. So one side is the potential that someone may say something. The other side is you might put yourself out there. You're going to create a business. You're going to go tell people you're in property investment. You're going to try and you know move forward and ask people about raising money, coming in deals with you. So you're going to go do this. So you're going to take action. So that, that's like one step ahead of the people who are like, they don't even go because they're taking out the game before the game even starts. That's one side. But the second side is they go, they make some moves, and they actually get some feedback from the marketplace. So someone co comes at them, comments on their post, um, it might just be verbal uh, feedback. So, so you've put yourself forward and someone questions you. So now you feel questioned. Now you're like, oh, my God, I, I don't know the answer. You know, oh, wow, what am I going to do now? Or like you might get some criticism or constructive feedback or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So you actually receive it. So this is the other one. The, the first one, remember, is you make it up. It's not even happened. You, you not even put yourself out there yet, but potentially you're already taking yourself out. Now you put yourself in the game. Now you receive this stuff and you let it take you down. You let it take you out. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know? Yeah, because you yeah, okay. So the first one, you're manifesting, right? You're manifesting that, oh, someone's going to do this. And when it happens, I'm going to come crumbling down. The second one is you go out there, you put yourself out there, and then you take it to heart. You take it to heart what they say. Listen, I've stated in many trainings before, but I'm going to say it again because it's very important. Do the right thing for the right reasons and everything will pan out and you can stay in the game because you know you're doing the right thing for the right reasons. At least you know. And I know you're like, yeah, but the perception of everyone else. Listen, if you stay in the game long enough doing the right thing for the right reasons, that will change. You know, you can't stay around forever if you're not doing the right things. It will catch up with you. It will catch up with your soul, your spirit, your emotions. You'll become, it'll be difficult. It'll be difficult. And I don't know anyone can, I don't know anyone who can stay in the game being corrupt like that. But I know if you do the right thing for the right reasons, it will shine through. So that is the size of the fear of criticism. So very powerful for you to understand this. Do you want to know the next thing? The next major thing. Yes, sabotage. Absolutely. You know what? You want to know the next thing? The next thing, guys, that's taking you out is the fear of losing money. It's the fear of losing money. Write this down. The fear of losing money is taking you out. 
Now you're like, yeah, but obviously I need to make sure that I don't lose money. And now some of you are like, ah, well, it was good to begin with, but now you've gone and blown it, Mark. Obviously you don't want to promote people to be taking risky moves and everything else. No, listen to what I am saying. It is the fear of losing some money. I'm not saying go lose money. I'm saying the fear of you losing money, it, again, two sides. Either you don't even get it in the game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, give me some feedback here. Give me some feedback. No matter how you're watching this, whether it's live, whether it's replay, whether it's on my training, like, just, just tell me. Give me the feedback. Like, the fear of losing money. Now, some of you now might be even climbing up just, just from the thought of me saying this. Listen, one of my mentors once told me, he said, listen, if the worst thing that's going to happen is maybe I lose a bit of money, it's the worst thing. Maybe I'll use a bit of money. Now, a bit of money to one person might be different to another. And, and that's fine. But if the worst case scenario is I'm going to lose a bit of money, then I'm going to go for it. Because you know that you're getting yourself into a good deal. Or you need to make sure you take the right education. And I'm going to come on to that in a moment. I'm going to come on to that in a moment. But you need to make sure that you, you're in a position where you know what's a good deal and what is not a good deal and how to create awesome deals, which is something we cover extensively and other things that we do. But what I'm saying is the fear of you losing the money keeps you out of the game. You know what it stops you from doing? It stops you from being creative. There are so many creative ways to cycle money, to recycle, to make sure that everybody in the game, everybody in your circle, everybody in your project, if we're talking about property investment, that, that, that they are taken care of, that there is plan A, there is plan B, there is multiple exits. Yeah? But yeah, calculated risk, absolutely. Yeah? But, but the fear of losing money will then also relate to, oh my goodness, well, if I lose money, then I might be criticized. But if I lose money, I might let someone down. Listen, if you don't make it work, you're going to let people down. How, did you ever figure that out? Did you, ever, did you ever look at it that way? Because what I don't want you to do is just you losing a little bit of money take you out the game. That's what I don't want. That's what you don't want. Because think about it. If worst case scenario, I'm going to lose a bit of money, but on the, on the gain side, you know, anyone who does stock trading, they know that losses, losing money, is a part of winning. Like that, that's a part of any training. That if you're going to go to any trainer and they don't tell you about that, then you, you, you're going to run. You know, because any people who stop trading, any type of trading, losing is part of winning. So if the worst case scenario, I'm going to lose, you know, let's say a ratio of one of my money, I need to make sure that when I win, it's like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, so, so, so that's what, when people are saying calculated, they need to uh they need to make sure that this is a calculation they're talking about that you know if i'm to lose i only lose this much but if i'm to win boom it's this much because i mean we don't need to go into it massively now but if you work it out when your ratios are like that you could probably lose 70 percent of the time and still win if you get what i'm saying if you understand what i'm saying and if not messages reach out because we do this training mindset how to stay in the game so the fear of losing money takes you out that's what I'm saying. Do you want to know what else? And this, this, this one is so funny, and you might have to, you're gonna to have to stay until the end to get this right, because what this is all about is not knowing what to do. 
This takes you out the game. It keeps you out the game, not knowing what to do. Yeah, you think, oh, but if this happens, what do I do next? And now some of you are going to get this straight away. Some of you are going to think I'm crazy. Some of you are not going to get this. Well, eventually you'll get it. Because didn't Richard Branson say, when the opportunity comes along, just say yes. Just jump and grow wings on the way down. I don't know if Richard Branson said that or not, but maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But the fact is, you've got to go for it first. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying just go blind into stuff. So don't take what I'm saying as, as anything. I mean, in fact, in fact, don't even believe anything I'm saying. But this information that I'm discussing with you now, these principles change my life and thousands of other people's lives through life transformational coaching and training by doing the right thing for the right reasons for making sure that people stay in the game long enough to receive the rewards. And I'm going to move on to some real key strategies and some real uh, like self-observation, like, like self-inquiry things that you need to do. Is this making sense to you? Yes? You've got to tell me. Tell me if it makes sense to you. Because what happens is, you know, we might absorb a lot of information. Or we might seek out a lot of information. Now, subconsciously, your brain actually takes that on and starts storing it. And it's made some new neuro connections. So now I have some new kind of memory patterns and some new experiences to call upon. But it, what your conscious part of your brain is like, oh, my God, I can't remember. What do I do next? What do I, oh, no, but if I don't know this, how do I take the next move? And this is what happens. And it takes people out. You get taken out the game because you don't know what to do on step like 27. You're on step one. What's 27? I mean, we, we, we take on all the information. We obviously know there are, there are 27 steps or 30 steps or 50 steps, whatever it is. We know that they are there. But it's like, right, um, I'm going to go on a journey. So I'm going to put it in my map. Do I then have to memorize every left turn, right turn, every uh, piece of mile? Like it's 1.6 miles on the road until I turn left, and then it's another 2.3 miles. And do you need to memorize all of that before? Like you've got to research it and memorize it before you go. Ask yourself this question: Do you have to do that? Do you have to do that, or do you say, right, okay, so I know there are this many roads, and I know my destination, and then what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this road. And then I'm going to get to the next junction. I'm going to get to the next roundabout. And I know at that roundabout, I need to take my next move. And by the time I get to that next move, hey, I might even have a body with me. I'm talking days before satnavs, right? Because satnavs is easy. You just plug it in and you trust now. Yeah, you trust, which is great. Some of you trust and you need to trust. First person you need to trust is yourself. You need to trust yourself and your own. you need to trust your intuition. Now, that is something powerful. Now, when you work on that and you open yourself up to all of that, wow, that's when you go to the next level. Definitely definitely you go to the next level. So, listen, are you ready to now get some key strategies on how, like, you know what takes you out of the game, but now what can we focus on? What can we pay attention to? What can we be aware of to take ourselves forward, to stay in the game? Are you ready for some of that? Are you, are you going to tag some more people who want to hear this too? Are you going to share this to more people? Are you going to feel out yourself? Are you going to let me know that you're still there? Are you going to let me know that you're still there? That, that, that you want this? You know, that you want it? 
Come on, tell me that you want it. You want it? Okay, that's good. I don't know. If you do, we can go. Yeah, just by, by, by the way, no matter what game you're in, make sure you stay hydrated. It's very important. So I just want you to think about what's going on right now because what's going on is just covered some things that take you out of the game. Now we're going to transition on what are some principles that keep you in the game. Awesome, guys. So here we go. Listen, I could talk about this all day long and I'm going to share as much as possible, which will still allow me to get through the rest of the things. But here we are. Teachability. Teachability. Now, what does this even mean? This means you. How teachable are you? How teachable are you? I'll tell you something. This is a big, big thing. If, if you are aware of this, if, if there is just one thing that you take from this, if there's one thing that you take from anything I have said, and you become aware of how teachable you are, wow, you will go to the next level. If you just, if you just be aware that, that in some cases, I'm just being nice, most cases, probably all the cases, depending on who you are, how teachable you are. I mean, sometimes we think that we, 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 I always want to learn, and I want to learn, and I want to take on new things. Yeah, and I want to tell you a story about someone who was the same thing. He was like, yeah, I'm very teachable. I'm very coachable. I can take on new things. You know, he was a karate expert, yeah, and he wanted to take himself to the next level. So he had this thirst for knowledge, right? So he heard about how awesome the Shaolin monks are, you know, how they operate, how they live their lives. And he said, I want to know. So he, had to, so he couldn't speak, the Shaolin monk couldn't speak English. Yeah, so he had a translator. So he said to his translator, he says, hey, can you tell the Shaolin monk, I want to know all the advanced moves. I want to know every trick in the book. I really want to practice this. I'm a great student. I'm going to do everything and anything that you need me to do to learn these things. So the translator goes to the Shaolin monk, and they have their little matter and their conversation. And then he comes back, and he says, hello. Um... I want to, he, he wants to show you how to throw a punch. And he was like, what? I know how to throw a punch. I want to learn the next level trick. I want to learn the triple roundhouse flip kick, whatever that stuff is called. I want to know the advanced stuff. I want to know the killer moves. So he says, tell him, look, I want to learn this. So he goes back and he talks to him. And then he goes to Shaolin Monk and they have their little natter and he comes back and he said, look, he understands you want to learn that, but first... He wants you to learn. He wants to teach you how to throw a punch. And he was like, hey, come on. You're, you're kidding me. I know how to throw a punch. You know, if I, if I show him how, to, how I throw a punch or if he can teach me how to throw a punch, then can we move on to the other stuff? So anyway, he has this now. I've got a long story short. So they, they agree that at least he comes over and he goes, Shaolin Monk, asks the translator to tell him, he says, I want to see you throw a punch. So he throws a punch. So they have this candle. So he has this candle here. And he says, I want to see you throw a punch. So he's like, oh. And he says, again. And he like, And he throws a decent punch because, hey, he's, he's kind of like already good at this karate, right? So the Shaolin monk says, allow me. And he comes into the place. And the Shaolin monk throws a punch. And, and he throws the punch. And he stops at least like a foot and a half away from the candle. And the candle blows out. The guy was shocked. 
it was like, what is going on here? Like, I mean, how, how, how is this even possible? And you see, throwing a punch may seem very basic, but what's going on here? I mean, what actually happened? People think, oh, yeah, it's just like the wind from his hand. No, it's the power and technique and the ability for the Shaolin monk to be, to, to be teachable and coachable, not just to learn a basic, but to actually master the basic of throwing the punch. Because what the Shaolin monk has done over time and time and time and repetition, being around the right people with the right information and the right kind of environment to be taught and be teachable, has learned not just to throw a punch, but throw the energy that is in the body out of the body. And it is the traveling of the energy that actually puts out the flame. Now, some of you may already know that, and some of you may, may not have known that. But listen, I want you to understand how teachable are you? How teachable? Do you think you already know? I know how to do that. So I want to learn this strategy and that strategy and these things and the killer moves and the triple, you know, twist, back, flip and all the rest of it. Or do you want to get the fundamentals? Look at all the successful business people, the successful entrepreneurs, the people who are killing it in your industry or any industry. They are teachable. And the day they are not teachable, the day they stop listening, not the day, like, because people carry on taking on new information, but I heard someone say earlier, they said, um, what takes me out of the game is not following the process, thinking I have a better idea. So the process is there, and you think, well, I learned how to do that, so if I want to do it better, I need to come up with a new way of doing it. What? This is crazy. This is a new way of punching. The punch is the same. But the way, the, you know, taking the basics to the next level. You see, everybody just wants to go to the next level. You've got to remember, how teachable are you to take the basics to the next level? So teachability, guys, write that down because it's very powerful. And I wish, Hey, listen, I wish we could go into all the fundamentals and everything around it, but you know, wow, you know, maybe we do that. And hey, we cover it off for advanced guys too. Okay, are you ready for the next thing? Because the next thing is who do you listen to? Who do you listen to? Now, the funny thing is, maybe you're listening to me, maybe you're not listening to me. Maybe you've been told to listen to me, maybe you've been told not to listen to me. Does it matter? I'll tell you what, who you listen to does matter. But how you go about making that decision can be difficult. If you let all this chitter chatter go on, you know, you got to see people with results. You've you got to see people not with just results, but getting results for other people too. Very important. And I, I don't just mean, you know, because there's a set of people out there that can just take some information and they are the type of person that they can apply whether they have learned this, whether it is a natural gift of theirs, just to be able to take information and apply it for themselves. You see it in great athletes, great sports people. They, are like, they, are, they have some natural gifted ability, which, which they, they found, they nurtured, and they grew and built up on and, and on and on and on and, and just built that skill. They, they found the gift and was like, wow, I'm going I'm to take my gift and I'm going to fly with it. It's those kind of people. Yeah? So, so that's not... Like, like there are some people... 
that they're already leaders. They're already kind of that per type of person. And it's just that someone comes across them, share some information with them and say, hey, yeah, I taught this person. They're already on their way and you just met them on the way, which is fine. Fair enough. I'm talking about what about the people that find it difficult? What about the people that constantly struggle to stay in the game or go into the game? Because that is not just about sharing information. Sharing information, yeah, when it comes to who do you listen to? Now, you can listen to people who just have information if you want, or if you really want to take yourself and you're very teachable because you're looking to have, you know, your teachability, then you're going to realize, how can someone teach me? I need to listen to someone who not just knows information, but someone who probably can take information. And do you know what? Sometimes that information comes from you because we do many trainings, many live trainings, and I've done for years, and I've traveled all over the world working with thousands of people. And it's not just the information. And you know some of the best learnings. You think the best learning is going to come from me just because I'm standing at the front of the room? Some of the best learnings, they come from in the room, not from the front of the room. Why? Because that's where the information is. But then it is facilitated and it is made into a teachable lesson, something that you guys can then apply. Do you guys realize how important this is when you are deciding who to listen to? Information will not do it. If information was enough, just go search it in Google. There is bounds of information. So if, if it's just information, then go for it. Go for it. Just go search it. Read books. Do the rest of it. You know, read a book, How to Ride the Bike. Read the book, How to Ride the Bike. Yeah, because listen, that is not going to do this. It's not going to take care of you. It's not happening. My good friends, you need someone who is a teacher. We have been conditioned to think that teachers, you know, from whatever background or situation mainly in education mainly in school maybe that you know whatever they did for me did it work did it not work is it useful is it not useful you need someone who's a teacher you need you need to be teachable number one then you need to decide who i'm going to listen to if i just want information do i need to listen to anybody i could just read blogs i could just read information i'll just watch videos or do you need to take yourself to a situation where there is a teacher someone who is going to be able to transfer not just the information, but the actual way of doing it, the actual way of being. Yeah, because you might just be told that, oh, you can have this. Yeah, but the fact is, until you actually be that way that warrants having that, you've got to be the way first. People think, oh, you know, when I have my car, when I have my house, then I'll be, then I'll be happy. So when I have, then I'll be happy. My friends, is the other way around. I'm telling you. I am telling you. It's the other way around. You've got to be happy first. Then you'll have the whatever it is you're searching for. Does this make sense to you? Does this make sense? I hope you're taking notes. I hope you listen. I hope you listen to this over and over again just so you drill this in. So who do you listen to? Very important. Very important. Because I'll tell you something else as well. You know, most of the people who have sussed it out, you know, when I say sussed it out, like I said, there's some people who can take the information and they can go and run with it. Yeah, there's those kind of people. And you know, those people are really successful. They don't want to share it. I don't know why. You know, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been working, I've been studying, I don't know why. Maybe because they just want it for themselves. Maybe it's not in there. Maybe they contribute in other some way, shape or form. Maybe they just, you know, want to spend all their time doing that. 
So that's what that's why it's our mission, real life, my mission, my personal mission. I will constantly put myself out there in the firing line to receive whatever wants to come my way because I know I'll do the right thing for the right reasons to change as many people as possible. So I just want you to assist me in that and share this and take it and, and, and share the information and bring them back to the source of the environment where we don't just give you information, but we transform you, the way you operate, the way you play the game. Because some of you think that, oh, wow, I didn't know that before. And you learn some new information. That's great. But that alone, forget it. Nothing's happening with just that alone. So you need to be there. You need to be there. You need to be up here. Makes sense. Oh, good. good. Listen, another thing. Very important. You've got to be teachable. You've got to be aware of fear of criticism. You've got to be aware of the fear of losing money. They've got to be aware of you not knowing what to do. These are the things that take you out. Then your teachability your ability to be teachable, be coachable, is what's going to keep you in the game. What else is, is who you listen to, not just for information, but you've got to be able to know how to apply. How do I apply this? How do I get myself moving? How do I get myself in the game, in the field? And then what you've also got to do is you've got to know your outcome. What is the outcome? So many people, they are, they are three. Let me categorize three, right? There may be more, but I just want to give you an example. So it's one type of person that's just totally drifting. Yeah, there is no kind of, they don't even take action, they don't even move towards, they don't even move away, they're just kind of a drifter, and they just go with whatever is going on, right, that's one type of Second type of person, I see a lot of that here, like in the personal development world, in the coaching world, and whatever, people want to take action, they're like, I'm going to take action, just go out there and take action, 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 which is okay, because it's better than the one before, but in a way, it's more dangerous than the number one, why? Because the number one, you know, that you're not doing it. You know that you're not doing it. You know that you're avoiding taking action, you're not putting yourself out there, you're not making moves. So at least you know. So at least it's easy to admit, right? The second thing, you're you're actually moving, like you're taking action, right? So the worst thing is, you think you are doing it. You think you are doing it. You think you are making moves. But, but, but like it's just an average way of being. Like, I don't mean to like, offend anyone, but if it does, then maybe good because it might wake you up. Because it's like what I'm saying is, if people are just taking action, 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 what is actually happening there? Ask yourself this question: Do you find yourself find it difficult to fit everything in in the day? You know, uh, you find yourself time is just running out. You don't really get time to do the things you really want to do, and you convince yourself, "Oh my goodness, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to work like this for a certain number of years, and then I'll be able to do what I want to do." <laughs> Yeah, is this what you do? Is it, are these some of the things that, like, is this, is this making sense? Because the third type of person is someone who is outcome-orientated. Now, these guys take action, but only based upon receiving an outcome or reaching an outcome or a result. Hey, listen, when I, what the words I use, it's just a linguistic representation that I'm giving it. You know, outcome to you, you might be more about result. You might call it goal. You know, mission, destination, you know, calling. You might call it whatever you want. That's, that's fine. That's okay. But what I'm telling you is that the third other person is someone who is outcome orientated. They know exactly what must happen. What it is exactly. Like they have a definite, like Napoleon Hill, he's, he calls it like definite purpose. What is your definite chief aim in life? And someone who has a definite chief aim in life and a definite plan will receive. That what they seek. Something along those lines. It's paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what it says. But that's what he's saying, definite. Because you've got to know your outcome. Why are you even taking the action? People are like, oh yeah, I'm doing this action, this action, I'm going to view these probably, I'm going to do this and this. Okay, so when you do this, what is it going for? Well, you know, just thought it was, you know, uh, what I had to do. You see, look, you're busy, you're crazy, you're going all over the place. 
So guys, listen, let me summarize that for you. Let me summarize that. So listen, the things that are taking out of the game are the fear of criticism, the fear of losing money. It's the worst thing that's going to happen is you lose a bit of money. I say go for it. Yeah. And, and like, like this isn't, obviously I don't know your situation, so I'm not giving you advice to say go for it. You know what not to do, right? But I'm saying if there is some kind of way of you figuring that uh, it's going to take you out of the game, You've got to really assess yourself and your situation. Next thing is that you get out of the game because you don't know what to do next or you think you don't know what to do next or you don't know what to do at step 27. But at the end of the day, you're on step one, two, and three right now. Figure that out. You don't like turn your lights on when you're driving your car and go, oh my goodness, I can only see 100 feet in front of me. I'm not driving. Ah, I, need to, I need to see the rest of the road. I, I, if I can't see, you don't do that. You don't do that. You drive. You take the first few steps, the first corners, and then the next one reveals itself. You adjust. If there's something there, you speed up, you slow down, you know, you do all of this stuff. Yes? It makes sense now, yeah? So that's the thing. Those are things that take you out of the game. Things are going to keep you in the game. It's your awareness of how teachable and coachable you are. So, so, so important. Remember, Charlie Mung. Wow. Yeah? You've got to remember that. It's very key. Very key. So who do you listen to? And it's not just like, who do you listen to? Have they done it before? Have they got results for themselves? Have they got results for other people? Not just other people that can take anyone this information and go with the flow, because there are people out there that can do that. You know, call them the one percenters or two percenters, whatever you want to do. Hey, listen, I'm in the middle. You know, I need to get, you know, my fastest acceleration, my most success in my business, my life, my relationships, making money, all of that stuff came from when I got myself around the right people that not just had information, that create an environment, a context for me to take the action, to be able to move forward faster in a safer environment. So you've got to take that in consideration. And listen, last thing, you've got to know your outcome. So know what it is you're doing. Know why is you're taking the action. What is your outcome? What is your outcome? Very important.